Welcome everyone to Over and Back. It has been a while. It's been too long. The NBA season has started. College basketball started this past week. Uh, high school basketball right around the corner. We're going to touch on all of it. Pros, college, high school, you name it. So the format for this year, we're going to continue to start with Duke, right? We'll start with college because that's college is my passion. College hoops. I love college hoops. So we'll start with Duke. We'll cover Duke. We'll obviously get into Badgers. I'll try to squeeze some Marquette stuff in. It's just tough. Then we'll go to the NBA and we'll talk about Zion because we're going to focus on Zion a bunch this, uh, this season. We obviously got to talk about uh, my man and your man, Tyler Hero, which we'll get to in a little bit. And then we're going to dip back down into the college guy, the Wisconsin guys in college, Halliburton, McCabe, Justice. And then we'll just touch on some ins and outs, whatever comes up uh, during the season. So let's get started with Duke. College basketball started this week, Tuesday night, one of the, uh, the greatest nights of college basketball. Of, which could be the season you had, to, you had the top four teams playing each other, right? One versus two, three versus four. Uh, it did not look like that, that's for sure. It looked like four unranked teams playing. It was very, very sloppy if you got to see it. Duke and Kansas was, was not pretty. Uh, Kansas had like 18 turnovers in the first half, and were, they were only down by two. It was, it was ugly. And there's a lot of, obviously, the season's very, very long. And Duke played again last night against Colorado State, and they won that, as they should. But my one takeaway so far for this, for this week of Duke is, I don't know what we're going to do with Trey Jones. I'm a little concerned. He is their leader, and that's fine. And I just want to let everyone know who's listening that just because you're a leader of a team, it does not mean that you need to take the most shots, correct? Does everyone agree with that? I think everyone would agree with that, right? He is our, he is our best de- defender, and he, he is, he's our floor general, as they would say. Uh, he, he, when, he, when he chooses to pass and looks to pass, he's great. But so far, after two games, this, I just want to give you his stat lines first, right? I'm a big stat guy, right? So against Kansas, 15, 6, and 7. Awesome. Three turnovers. Not horrible. Against Colorado State last night, 15, 5, and 8. One turnover. Awesome job. Two great stat lines. Both games awesome. I want to tell you what he's shooting from the field, okay? Against Kansas, he was 5 of 14. Not good. Colorado State, 7 of 14. Okay, that's better. From three, he is 0 for 7 so far this year. Trey Jones, stop shooting the three. I, I don't understand why. I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. Take away those shots, right? He's 5 for 10, and then he's 7 for 11 from the field. Take away those threes. He shouldn't be shooting them. He's not a good shooter. I don't know why he chooses to do this. I think that he believes that being the leader of a team means that he gets to take the most shots. You know, he's, he's the sophomore. He's the... He's the, uh, the, uh, the seasoned veteran on this team. He's got a bunch of freshmen that he's got to lead, and he's going to tell them, I'm taking all the shots. If that continues, Duke is not going to be successful this year. They don't have a Zion or an RJ on this team. Not yet, at least. Uh, Stanley looked really good last night. We'll see if that works. You know, Carey's a, a, a big-time presence in the middle. Matthew Hurt came out firing against Kansas. I thought that was kind of what we'd see last night, but he didn't, he didn't take a ton of shots last night. But if this is how the season's going to go and Trey Jones has taken all the shots, this is not going to be a successful season. Again, it's early. We'll see what happens as they go uh, and they get tougher games. Obviously, the next toughest game in the schedule is going to be against Michigan State. That'll be tough in December, just a few weeks away. So hopefully over these next couple of weeks, they feel they, it's a feeling out process and, and they get Jones in line here because this is not going to be good if he's going to continue to take about 15 shots a night. And you know what? I'm fine if he takes 15 shots if they're all within you know, five to 10 feet of the basket. But when he steps out and he's shooting threes, 
It is disgusting. He should not do it. It just should not happen. That's my take on Duke. Not a whole lot to say about the Badgers. They lost to St. Mary's. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with that they let the clock run out. They should have probably fouled and extended the game. Uh, if you saw the end of that game, you knew what happened. They, there was like 34, 35 seconds left, and St. Mary's got the ball, and they just let them take the last shot, basically. I mean, they got Badgers got the ball back, and they got a shot off, but if you foul and you extend that game, you know, who knows what's happened? Who knows what happens, but uh, Nate Reavers, big 22 points, 8 of 18 against St. Mary's. He's going to be your uh, go-to guy, I believe. That's uh, that's what we're looking at for uh, for this year, I think. Kobe King had a nice game last night. Uh, so we'll see. This is going to be, you know, my beef with the Badgers, right? Slow down, boring, boring Big Ten basketball. God, what was the freaking, uh, I shouldn't talk about Big Ten basketball being bo- boring because Virginia and Syracuse tried to set basketball about 50 years back the other night, too. But uh, you know what? That's that's uh, that's Bennett. That's uh, Wisconsin basketball, and that's what it's going to be. So it's it's not fun to watch. I looked up the score. I'm like, Syracuse has 24 points, and there's like 13 minutes left in the game. Dis- it's just disgusting. So anyways, as we all know, we're going to keep an eye on, on Duke and Badgers as we go through college season. But I'm excited. It's uh, We had our college fantasy basketball draft last night. I was forced to take Cole Anthony number one. It, it was not. It was actually really easy for me to do. But I hated it because I hate North Carolina. But I'm I'm jacked for the season. It's it's great. I love it. Every every night there's something going on. Uh, more games are obviously this afternoon and tonight too. So we'll keep an eye on college basketball going forward as always. Let's get in the NBA. Zion Williamson. I was so hoping, you know, a month ago that we'd be talking about Zion's games and how he's dominating the league and how he's doing this and he's doing that. And unfortunately, he got hurt. And I was like, oh, of course he got hurt. He's fat. He's chubby. He's out of shape. He's not out of shape. He's a he's a large human being, right? And if you read all the articles about his injury and, and the training staff, what they say, like, that we've never seen, they've like, we've never seen a human being like this. So we don't know what's going to happen, right? So he had some soreness in the preseason. He ends up having a torn meniscus and he's out till who knows when, right? Six to eight weeks. It puts him in the middle of December. He uh, gave an interview the other day and just said, I'm going to play when I feel, you know, when I'm clear to play and I feel good. You know, I'm going to play. What we saw from Zion was incredible in the preseason. It, it was amazing. I don't, and I, I just, I hope I, whether you like Duke or not, and I can't imagine anyone doesn't like Zion, but even if you don't, like, I think everyone should appreciate, appreciate what he looked like he could be, and hopefully, no one's hoping that he doesn't get to play anymore, right? Like, I don't want to hear anyone be like, "I told you he wasn't gonna be able to last. I told you he'd be injury prone. He's not gonna be able to play now." No one wants that. That doesn't help anyone, right? Zion is great for basketball. We need Zion back. We need him healthy. We need to see what he's gonna be. It's so much more entertaining with him. And everyone, I think everyone would agree to that. So hopefully Zion comes back. You know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't come back too early, which I don't think he will. I don't think they'll let him. But I'm excited. I, I just, I cannot wait for December for when he's back. And hopefully he, this injury thing is a one-time thing and that's, and that's not a reoccurring thing like a lot of guys. And I understand why people think it might be because of his body type. Uh, but what I saw was absolutely incredible to watch. It was so exciting and, and, and I can't wait for him to get back on the court. So uh, again, you know, right now I, I wish I was talking, I wish I could talk more about Zion, all these games and what he's been doing, but unfortunately he got injured and, um, we'll just, we'll have to just wait until he comes back, which brings us to Tyler hero, my man, Tyler hero, rookie of the year, Tyler hero. That's what everyone was saying, right? Rookie, or like one, two, like first, first or two games of the season. I was like, uh, Tyler hero, I got his rookie of the year. That's the best value. Best rookie of the year. And again, I said this throughout the summer league. He wasn't the MVP of summer league. He wasn't even the MVP. 
on his own team. And again, he's not the rookie of the year on his own team. That goes to Kendrick Nunn. If you're watching Miami basketball, you would understand Kendrick Nunn, through I think we're eight games, whatever, is having a better rookie season than Tyler Hero. That does not mean that Tyler Hero will not end up as a better rookie season, or maybe he doesn't end up as rookie of the year. I'm just telling everyone to pump their brakes. All right. So just to give you a comparison, like we're always going to do, right? Tyler Hero averaging 13 points, five rebounds, two assists, two turnovers. He is shooting 37% from three. Good job. We're finally at, we've we finally reached the 30 over 35% mark. All right. Not elite, not elite, but good. Right. NBA 37% is good. 16 to 43. He's doing averaging about 30, 30 minutes a game, which is great. The shocking stat that I, I couldn't believe when I see when I see him miss these, but he's 20 of 24 from free throw, 83% from the free throw line. I'm no lie. I was expecting him to miss one or two the entire year. I that that I, he is an elite free throw shooter, and I can't believe he's not in uh, like around ninety five percent. Kendrick Nunn, sixteen points, two rebounds, three assists a game, two turno- two turnovers, nineteen of fifty two, thirty seven percent, just like Hero. So both are shooting very very well from from three. They have their games where they're crap. They have their games where they're really really good. They they look they look like rookies, and that's it. Uh, the great thing about them is that this is their job and they can focus on it, right? Um, that's that's awesome. We're we're gonna this all of this should improve, right? I don't think anyone just stops and just stop to think about this. Like we all we all go to work. We wait we wake up and we go to work for you know eight, nine, ten hours, whatever, come home. But that's what we do for that that amount of time. These guys get to work on their craft, work on on basketball in the NBA all the time. Like you're you should see these guys get a ton better. You should see Hero get quicker, get faster, get stronger understand the game more and be a better shooter that sh- that should happen okay everyone who's yapping at me and there's really there was only one person that was kind of yapping at me but everyone kind of yaps at me but when hero has a good game oh did you see hero's game tonight no one ever talks to me when he has a shitty game right everyone's just one hero has a great game which i understand and i just want to let everyone know like i can you please watch him on defense and everything like, well look check out his defensive rating like if you want to just watch tyler hero play defense okay when he gets a bigger guy, Booker the other night was posting him up and just destroying him. And I get Booker is a high-end offensive guy in the NBA, but Hero struggles on defense. He chases. He's constantly chasing his guy. He on ball, it's he's not a great defender. And that's and he shouldn't be. You guys, he's like everyone. Everyone thinks I'm like, oh, he's great on defense. He's really good. He knows. You guys, that's not a surprise that he's not good on defense. And it's okay. He's 19 years old. He's a rookie in the NBA. He's six four, six three, six four. He's small still. He should not be an elite defender right now. That's just not going to happen. But if you're going to come at me and tell me how awesome Tyler Hero is on offense, how, how often awesome he is on offense, I'm going to tell you how bad he is on defense. And you just need to watch it, right? And it's funny because he'll get blocks and he'll get steals because he's completely out of position. Like he'll get beat back door and then he gets a block. Well, yeah, okay, great that he blocked him, but again, he got beat back door. So if you wanna if you wanna come talk to me about him, how good he is offensively, just watch him on defense, please, because he's not a great defender. And again. That is expected. All of what all of what this how he is doing this year is expected. Everyone who talks about how he's an elite shooter, it is expected that he should hit come out and hit four threes in a row. Okay? I'm just again saying percentages and facts have shown that he's not an elite shooter. Okay? We're gonna watch it. Hey, we're here, we're we're on this ride together. We are on this ride to see where Tyler Hero goes, his career goes. We're on this ride together. We are on this boat, bus, whatever you want to call it, and we get to watch it and enjoy it or not enjoy it all together. And we're going to find out at some point in our lives whether Tyler Hero is an elite shooter at the NBA level or not. And if he's a, a great basketball player, good, whatever it may be. I think he is in a very, very good spot. I think if he was on a different team, it could be very, very shitty. I think if he was on a different team, it could be even better than where it is now. But he's, he's, he's in a very good spot getting minutes. 
and and he's and, and he's not timid. He's I shouldn't say he's not timid. He's shooting for the most part, but there are times where I'm like, I got to shoot the ball here, you know, like he's open. And I think he does hesitate sometimes. But again, he's 19. He's a rookie. This stuff is expected, okay? But everyone, let's not forget about Kendrick Nunn, please, uh, because most of you guys do. And the Miami Heat uh, media page did right away, and now they've kind of caught up. People have started cut, catching up a little bit like that Kendrick Nunn. Holy shit. Like, he's scored the most points since Kevin Durant as a rookie. That's a pretty big deal, okay? So it's not just Tyler Hero just because he was the 13th pick. This Kendrick Nunn guy is pretty good. So, again, we're going to keep an eye on it. I love it. Got NBA League Pass. I go down to the basement. I get to watch. I got two TVs down there, and I get to watch Hero on one TV all the time. Um, and, I, and it's fun, and I love it, and, I, and I'm glad that we could talk about it. And we can, again, we're on this ride together. So, as always, we're going to keep an eye on it. Uh, they play again next, I believe, Tuesday against Detroit. So, uh, I'm going to try to do these podcasts once a week. It's tough. Some, it is tough sometimes. Obviously, I've got a life. And we got high school basketball around the corner, but I'm going to do my best 25, 30 minutes, whatever it may be, uh, to talk basketball with you guys, give you a little bit of consistency and um, keep tabs on, on, on Duke, Wisconsin and Hero and, and the, uh, the other Wisconsin guys in college. That's perfect segue. College basketball started this week, as we know. Let's keep an eye on Halliburton, McCabe and Justice. Get out of the way. Keyshawn Justice did not play last night. If anyone knows if he got hurt or something's going on, let me know. I tried to find, I'd searched on Twitter and I, I Googled it and I couldn't find anything. So as far as I know, he's still on the team, but uh, it didn't look like he played last night at all. So I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, McCabe had a game last night and he played, but uh, played uh, nine minutes. So I was wondering, I, you know, I texted some Kakana guys that I know that are closer to McCabe's situation uh, than I am. Uh, Cause I wasn't sure he played nine minutes. So I wasn't sure exactly what happened. And then, I got a text from a, from a friend. Some must have been some, um, some um, tweets from some West Virginia people that said, uh, Caravan of McCabe's 25 biggest fans drove 11 hours from Kakana, Wisconsin to see tonight's West Virginia opener. And this is his opinion, and this apparently is what happened, but dude needs to learn that not everyone is there to watch him dribble the shot clock away. Hugs put him on the bench the entire second half to send a message, but this kid in his hometown swears he's Jason Williams. Head is so big from those dribbling videos when he was 12 that he confuses it with good basketball. Shit looks cool and maybe works in Kukona High School games, but that cute shit is unproductive and will get your, you benched even if 25 of your biggest fans, whatever, uh, drove to see you. I can't disagree with it, right? I mean, I, 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 I will say this. Last year I said that Huggins needed to let him go, right? He needed to kind of let him go. I, that doesn't mean dribble the clock out, obviously, but it means he's going to make some turnovers and stupid passes. That's what I, I want to see McCabe dribbling around. I, see, I want to see McCabe attacking and making good passes. That's the McCabe that I, that I know that I think can be effective. I didn't see the game, so I don't know. If he was literally dribbling, if he was just dribbling around, then yeah, that's pointless. Like, sit your ass on the bench. And Huggins is going to do it. Obviously, he clearly did last night. So, uh, again, we'll keep tabs on the situation here, but that's, that's not a great start on his first game that he gets benched for the entire second half. Uh, he's, I think he was going to be reliable. Everyone kept on telling me, right? This is going to break out year, break out year from McCabe. Not even just Kakana, guys, right? You know who you are. Um, gonna have a great year. He's gonna have a breakout year. It's big, big year for McCabe, and it still may be right. It's one game, but this is not a great way to start because now his leash just got a lot shorter. So anytime he's gonna start drip, doing a little bit over dribbling, sit your ass on the bench. Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton, great, great first game. I believe it was twelve points, seven rebounds, fourteen assists. This guy has shot up draft boards. I think I believe he's in the late lottery right now. It's incredible. A- absolutely incredible. I watched this kid play two years ago in high school. I cannot imagine that, that that 
would get to the point where he would be a lottery pick. I, but then again, I can't believe that Tyler Hero was a, lot, was a lottery pick too. Gee, I don't know what's going on anymore in the world of basketball. Uh, but Halliburton, I didn't see it. Stat line obviously shows that he looked really, really good. They play this afternoon. Unfortunately, it's not on TV. I was hoping I could catch it. He, he's slotted right now on my fantasy team. I drafted him last year as a flyer at the end just for the hell of it. Had a, had a slot to burn. I didn't know it would actually maybe work out. I need him to score more points because uh, that's where our scoring is for our league. But, uh, but Halliburton, great first game. He's, he's clearly their leader. He is. The, see, there you go. Trey Jones, take a look at what Tyrese Halliburton does for Iowa State. Get other guys involved. Get, uh, 14 assists. That's incredible. Don't go nuts on your threes. And Halliburton's actually turned into a, a somewhat decent three-point shooter. He still shoots two-handed, I believe, but he's knocking him down on like Trey Jones. But Trey Jones, take a look at what Halliburton's doing. That's a leader. That's what he's doing. I cannot believe I'm talking this highly about Tyrese Halliburton. But anyways, I am. So, uh, again, someone who knows about justice, let me know if they know about him. But those are the three guys we're going to keep an eye on. I don't, I don't think we have any, uh, any amazing freshmen, do we, that are at college somewhere that we should be, that went to D1 somewhere? If, I, if you do, let me know. At Spread and Bread, that's the Twitter account. Spread and Bread at gmail.com is the way you can get a hold of me. And, uh, oh man, if, if you got some information for me, uh, let me know. All right, which brings us, uh, which brings us to uh, high school basketball. And um, kind of what I really wanted to talk about today. And, I, and those who know me, uh, I talk about this a lot, and I've talked about it on this podcast before. And I'm going to just kind of tell, we're going to talk about someone and let me preface this by saying, as people who know me, when I talk to them personally, whatever, I, yeah, people bash kids, right? I don't, I'm not going to do it in this podcast. Uh, I just don't think it's, I don't think there's a place for it. Uh, they are, as much as they are kids, right? I mean, it's, we're in a game, we're in a competitive world, right? I mean, there's, you have high school, it's first team, second team, there's, there, it's competitive, right? So we can talk about who does well. I, I don't, I don't want to sit here and bash on kids. Uh, a lot of it because... Um, a lot of times people will bash on kids because of who their parents are. So I'm going to tell a little bit of a story and, and most of you who listen to this will know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say it by name. I'm just going to, I'm just going to kind of make a point here. So there is a, a certain, uh, a certain player who is switching schools again, whether that's up to him or not. I, I don't know. Uh, my guess is it's probably up to his parent and this kid and parent has taken a lot of heat and, and rightfully so. And I, in, 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 in full disclosure, I myself got into it on the side and over social media, uh, privately over social media, with um, this person's parent, I believe, on a, over a burner account, and how this, pers- how this parent handled uh, the situation. So Mark Miller tweets out that this kid is switching schools due to a parent job move. And someone posted it on Facebook, someone who probably listens to this podcast, I believe, sometimes someone who talks to me about here all the time, uh, posted on Facebook that this kid was, you know, posted basically the tweet uh, that Miller sent out. And then we've got a bunch of comments on the, uh, under the, the Facebook uh, post itself. And so, you know, some of them are, you know, they're, they're essentially, they're kind of shots at the whole situation, shots at the parent, shots even maybe at the kid. And again, I, I don't, I don't want to take shots at the kid. Um, and I'm not here, to, I'm not here to essentially talk about this this situation specifically, I'm here to talk about a situation that we have as a whole, not just with this kid, uh, but with other kids and other parents. This is the larger problem is that this is a parent problem. This is not a kid problem, right? This is, I'm not going to blame a kid for their, their mom or dad pumping them up. 
whether it's true or not, right? And by all accounts, this kid has gotten a ton of pub from other people than his mom or his dad. And from other, uh, you know, basketball accounts uh, around the country, whatever. So his pub might be warranted, right? Um, but again, I'm, I, I, my bigger problem is with parents in general, um, how they are using social media as a vehicle to pump up their kids, whether it's warranted or not. And mostly when it's not warranted. Um, in the past year, it's a vague, vague year. That's a long time. It's a vague time frame, but I'm just going to say in the past year, I have seen multiple parents post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, stuff about their kid that is not even true. That is not in any way, shape, or form true. Uh, whether it be uh, an offer somewhere, um, whether it be schools looking at them somewhere, whether it be that they're visiting schools somewhere, unwarranted pub on their own kid with the goal in mind of being to get more publicity from these outside people like Mark, like Mark Miller and Evan Flood. So if I post that my kid went to visit a school or got a, a letter in the mail from someone or has a certain offer or whatever, Mark Miller and Evan Flood kind of do their job by retweeting it and saying, hey, so-and-so got, a, got this, this offer, this D3 offer, this D2 or whatever. And then everyone looks at it and like, holy crap, so-and-so has that offer? That's crazy. That kid must be really good. When in reality, there's no offer. There's no visit. There's no school talk reaching out to, to you about your kid. You are generating false information for your kid so that everyone starts looking at your kid. And I guess I'm, you know, and I'm not an old school kind of guy, but I'm old school in this sense of if your kid's good enough, then he's going to get noticed. I don't need you to fabricate what is going on in order to get eyes on your kid. And it's getting out of hand and it drives me nuts. And those of you that know me, I've talked to you about it a lot, a, a, a lot of you about this. It is such a joke. And it's everyone who's involved, anyone, but the, the problem is people who know the kids are like, these kids aren't that good. They're, they don't have an offer. There's no way they have an offer, you know? Or, but then you know the parents. God, the parents crazy. Yeah, the parents, God, the parents are lunatic. I mean, come on, they're posting this now and then they're posting that. Like, that's not true. But everyone from the outside doesn't know that. And I blame Mark Miller and I blame Evan Flood, but it's their job. But I just wish they would do more, you know, research. Like, can we find out if they really got an offer? Can we find out if it's a really, it's really is an offer? Can we find out if this school is really interested in a kid? Can we find out if this kid actually took a visit to this school because the school actually wanted him to play basketball there? Like all of this stuff is just fabricated. It's just made up by these parents because they want their kid to get an offer. They don't have an offer. They may be a year away from an offer, maybe two, maybe three. But if they pump up their kid and people start thinking, well, that kid's got an offer. He must be really good. Let's go watch him. And then he doesn't perform, right? But, oh, well, he's, don't worry, he's, he's got an offer, he's got to be good. We probably got him on a bad game. This stuff is driving me nuts. And again, I started with something, I started with a kid that actually is good. That, yeah, he's got flaws in his game, but by all accounts, this is the kid that actually has legit offers and actually goes to these camps, gets invited to these camps. When all these other parents are paying for their kids to go to these camps, and then they put it out there that their kid was invited to this camp. And it's all a bunch of bullshit. 
and I'm so sick of it. It is so I cannot be I cannot imagine being a parent and doing that. Boldfaced lying to the public about on over social media about their kid. And what's a kid? The kids are screwed. Like if your kid isn't that good and a lot and some of these kids aren't, that's going to be so exposed so quickly. So maybe I guess I shouldn't be that pissed off. They're going to get exposed. But what it does it, it what pisses me off the most is that it takes away the ki- it takes away from the kids that really really deserve it. Like there's a bunch of kids in the area that are really fucking good at basketball. And then you haven't heard a peep about anything about a visit or an offer or anything. And they're coming. It'll come. I know it'll come. But I, I don't, and I shouldn't say I feel bad for them because I know they're going to get them. But it's horseshit that these other kids that aren't as good, and that's fine if you're not as good. Like, it's okay. It's okay that your kid's not going to play D1 college basketball. That's, that's a tough thing to do. It's okay if that happens. You're not a bad parent. You're not bad if your son's not good enough at basketball to go play college somewhere. It's okay. Have him play basketball and enjoy playing basketball and being a part of a team and hopefully winning some games. Maybe they get to go to state. But it's okay that he doesn't get to further his, his, his playing career at a college. You don't need to make it up. You don't need to make this shit up just so your kid can maybe get a chance to play somewhere on something that's a complete lie. And I, I, I like to think that I know a lot about, about bas- basketball with this, these, this age group, right? These, I, I know a pretty decent amount of these seniors and juniors. And of course, I know the sophomores and freshmen. And I can't, I can't stand it when people come to me and go, oh, yeah, did you hear about so-and-so? I'm like, oh, yeah, well, their fucking dad's lying. And I shouldn't have to say that. Why do we live in a world where I have to, I have to say that? And the kids know too. Like the kids are like, well, he sucks. How, how, did, how did that kid get an offer? I'm like, well, it's really not an offer. It's really not a real offer. It's just, a, it's just, a, it's just crap. So parents, I've said it forever. Get your shit together. I understand you may think getting your kid a scholarship is, is a, being a really good parent. And you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe I'm the bad. Maybe I'm the shitty parent because I'm not floating shit out there that's not true about my sons and how good they are at basketball, right? Because I know they got to work at it. And if they're good enough to play somewhere, they're going to play somewhere, right? And actually, what's, maybe it'll benefit me, right? All you stupid moron parents, talk about your kids and make up offers and make up visitation shit, whatever you want. And then when my kid gets to play against you and your kid doesn't play that well, but mine actually looks pretty good, maybe someone will notice them. You guys are just doing the work for me. Maybe I should be happy about that. But it pisses me off as a parent. I, I, I can't stand it. And... It's going to continue, and it's going to continue to piss me off and annoy me. And I think, I think most of us that know, the, that know when we have kids this age, and we know, you know, we know the grade, and we know how some of these kids are, but it's, it's, it's the people that, are, that don't know, right? And all of a sudden, like, oh, well, so-and-so has this offer. Now you get all these other people interested. And I mean, come on. It's just, a, it's just a big joke. Parents, be better. Don't lie for your kids about your kids. Moms, set your freaking husband straight. Tell them to knock it off. Tell them to act like an adult. Stop lying. You want your kid to get a scholarship? Have them work harder. Stop calling in favors for your friends or, and having people pub you up. I mean, again, you know, I talked about the 2023 list. That half that list is just about people doing favors for other people. It's just stupid. There's no truth to that shit. Parents, be better. Please be better. Stop lying for your kids and about your kids. They're going to be okay. You, you, can't, you can't do everything for them. You can't wipe their ass till they're 20. Uh, you can try. I don't think they're going to like it, but just don't do it. Uh, I was going to talk about the 2022 list that came out. It's still a mess. Evan, Evan Flood, Mark Miller, you're probably not listening to this, but when you do, call me up. Shoot me a message over Twitter, 
or email at spreadandbread, spreadandbread at gmail.com. Give my, I'll give you my opinion about these kids that I've seen, probably way more than you've seen, because you got some glaring uh, holes in the list. Not necessarily holes, I guess, but ranking the list, the rankings itself are wrong. Two, two of the top kids, two of the kids in the top 20 don't even have the right school listed. I just, and that's hard. If I'm going to look at a list and, I, and, and, and if Flood and Miller want to build credibility with their, uh, you know, with their publications, whatever, is have the right school listed at least. Um, but, and it's not easy. Like, it's not easy to create that list for freshmen and sophomores because you don't get to see, Flood doesn't see half these kids. No way in hell. You know, these guys, they don't, right? So they do, I get it. They talk to, to, to high school coaches and they talk to, to program uh, directors of, of AU, you know, programs and stuff like that. It's not easy. Uh, but again, like don't, this, this list isn't set in stone kids, right? If you're ranked 25 or 35 or 45, don't think that that's what you really are. You probably, but you might be better. You might be worse. You might, you might not be a top 50 kid. And so maybe someone put a favor in for you. Anyways, what I really just wanted to say was parents get your shit together. As I always typically do say, okay. All right. That's all I got for, for, for today. It's a Saturday. It's, I don't want to say it's gorgeous out. It's sunny in 35. It's going to be 22 on Tuesday. Why do we live here? I don't know. It's only November 9th. This is ridiculous. It's about as ridiculous as these parents making up shit on social media about their own kids. God, I don't get it. I don't get the rationale. I don't even get the rationale for I, You know what? I do get the rationale because one parent years ago said, well, if I can get my kid a scholarship, why would I not do that? And I go, that's the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard. I cannot believe you would do that. And it's another vague statement. <laughs> Some of you know what I'm talking about. But don't cheat the system and cheat shit just because you want to get your kid a college scholarship for basketball. If he's good enough to play. He's good enough to play. Everyone agree with that, please? I would hope so. Jeez. All right. Everyone enjoy your weekend. I'll post this. I'll post this right away. I don't think I need to freaking edit anything. Uh, have a great weekend. You might be listening to this on a Saturday afternoon, Sunday, Monday, whatever. Have a great week. I'll be back at some point in the next week or two with more basketball. Duke, Badgers, Zion, Hero. Halliburton, McCabe, Justice, you name it. Um, we'll be back. Thank you for listening. This has been Over and Back. Over and Back.